1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. These guys are called fat-tailed sheep, and they're native to the Middle East and North Africa. Like camels, they, too, store fat in one place on their body. Look at these badonkadonks. Get the fuck out of here. What is that? <laughs> yeah. Welcome to another episode of the Whiskey and Whitetails podcast. This is episode 61 coming at you on. 62. <laughs> It's episode 62 on February 28th, and this is not a leap year. This is not a leap year. Are we going to do that over again? No. Okay. Run with it. It's like the third <laughs> time we've done it, so that's, that's what you get. Yeah, we, good we're morning. still a little out of it. Afternoon, good evening, wherever you're listening and what time it is. Yeah. I hope it's good for you. It's definitely not morning for us. No, I'm exhausted. <laughs> I'm ready to go home. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, What's on the agenda today there, Madamus? We were just going to kind of, kind of, kind of uh, recap. recap. Yeah, we're going to recap. So we we had a lot. Also, if you notice above here, up in here, there, those are our executive producers of the Whiskey and Whitetail Show, which means they are supporting us on Patreon. And that's a very important thing because in order for us to do what we're doing, we need a little bit more support, a little bit of support. And that is very important for us. And the su- yeah, and the support is not a personal thing. No. The support allows us to better. Every dollar goes back into the company and does not come into our pockets in any way. Particularly. From Patreon. Particularly the Patreon stuff. Yeah. That just allows us to turn around and continue doing some of the, the fun, cool, yep. tier-related uh, benefit stuff that we like, have worked out. One thing we did at Whiskey and Whitehouse Experience, we took... Two mm-hmm. of our patrons flew them here, not first class. <laughs> and then they <laughs> stayed not clear. in a hotel. <laughs> they stayed in a trailer, but still, they had a great time. And we had lots to drink. We did a whiskey class. We drank, we had some awesome food. Thank you to Mr. Livingston for cooking that. Mm-hmm. And then tom- tonight, actually, yes, yeah, we have a giveaway. We're giving away a bottle of Elmer T. Lee to our patrons. All you had to do is be a patron. That's it. $5. $5 a month. Or more. You just bit more. Just want. skip one of those mocha choka bullshit lattes from your favorite place, and especially if you do razzles. If you if you're doing razzles, they're usually twenty five to fifty dollars a spot. So if you do one a month, it still costs more than the opportunity. And there's usually a hundred spots. Ours is like not that. <laughs> it's not. Anyways. We went really far on that. Yeah. But anyway, welcome to the show. And we have a lot of new listeners, so thank you for coming along. Yeah, especially if you are new, having uh, hopped on after meeting us or checking us out at Siwi, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for your support. We hope you had a good time at yeah. Siwi. We definitely had a good time and are looking forward to uh, to next year already. Yeah, we had a great time. We're actually already making plans for next year, things we want to do a little differently. Uh, but it was unbelievable. The support also to everyone that came and worked the booth for us while we <laughs> yeah. jacked our jaws off. Um, thank you so much for that as well. Yeah. Super supportive. Uh, I mean, we had, at one time we had almost seven people running the booth. Yeah, it was, um, (laughs) it was kind of weird whenever you, you know, you and I have put a lot of time and effort obviously into this, um, into this company and kind of getting it, getting it off the ground. And it's been kind of a whirlwind of of a year and a half. We've had a lot of really good support from good friends, uh, and family. And it was really cool 
you know, you and I had a separate spot where we were doing podcasts on behalf of Siwi for sort of a, a special uh, series of, of, of interviews. And then our, our vendor booth was inside, and it was cool to go inside and see yeah. our friends and family there working the booth and doing such a great job. There was a couple times where I walked in from a distance, from another angle, just to look, see how things were going. But I didn't bother going in there because they were in such a a rhythm with what they were doing. We got shooed out of there yeah, like three or four me. times. Yeah. <laughs> I walked in there, and I was like, everybody good? Anybody need anything? And and uh, nobody answered me, so like I leaned in, and I was like, you good? And Josh turned and looked at me. He's like, I'm selling something here. And I was like, okay, all right. <laughs> so, I, so I like stepped back and I'm like, I put my hand on Patrick's back and I was like, everything good? And he like saw it was me and just completely ignored me. Went back to talking to the guy who's talking to. We got him hooked up. He, I think he got a bunch of donations for his charity dinner as well. Yeah. And I have another organization um, that hit me up. It's a, it's a, uh, it's a veteran organization here in Charleston that wants to work with him um, or see if there's something they can do together. They, are a um, they're, they're a home that houses homeless veterans, and then they, they through like the, a halfway house for veterans, kind, kind of. But it's it's for for veterans who are homeless and they need a place to stay while they get their shit together. And like I think she said, eighty something percent uh, since they started the program, they've they've been able to successfully get into permanent full time housing. Um, through their program, which is kind of cool. And I figured, hmm. um, you know, even if they don't, they're not able to do anything major together, just another veteran organization connection would be helpful. So uh, lots of good, lots of great connections, lots of cool people. We met so many fun and just interesting personalities throughout the weekend. The code word for this episode also is camel. So use camel. Oh. In a fun story. <laughs> And a good uh, and a thing, and you'll be entered to win into our one of our random giveaways. And as as people that listen, you know our code words. They come. There's a reason that we use those words, and they they will come out later in the episode. So, uh, camel. We had some good ones last week for C- Appleseed. Camel or camo? Camel. Camel, as in like the old like cigarettes. As in the animal, yeah, uh, the or animal. the cigarettes, or the the toe, or that. <laughs> <laughs> so I I could not let that joke. Yeah, go I know you had to do it. I had to. It was my- Childish adolescence in me. Anyways. We also have three koozies left that will randomly be dropped into boxes this week. So if you make an order this week and use code PODCAST. You could be a lucky beneficiary. Yeah, these are these cost us $7 a piece. It's so. pretty wild. I don't think I've... Uh, we've done a lot of promotional stuff between yeah. companies and things we've done in the past. Well, because it's, it's neoprene. Yeah, which is money. And then it's they it's stitched burlap. on burlap on the outside. So like that's the reason they're not cheap. Like, That's this isn't really one that you would just throw away or leave in your, you know, just leave it somewhere. Like, this is one that you remember to bring with you. Cool. So, seaweed. So, recap. Yeah. That's, so you, last week, uh, last Monday. Oh, oh, before that, Scott. Oh, yeah. Patreon, Scott. Scott hooked us up. Yeah, so he sent us, he lives in Utah, so he sent us each a sample bottle of the Oloroso, the Cognac, and the Aquavit, uh, High West Double Rice. Oh, the Aquavit is um, American Prairie. So I'm in a rye mood, so I'm going to go with the Cognac. You can have whatever you want. You can have whatever you like. Yep. So I'm going to give this a pop. Yep, and then... I'm going to go ahead and just drink the whole thing. It's about two ounces, something like that. Yours seems a little more than mine. Yeah, that might have been a mistake. That's Which okay. one did you do? The High West. Oh, I'm sorry, the American Prairie. Yeah, the High West. Yeah, the American Prairie and the Aquavit finish. Nice. I'm a big fan of um, High West. I, I was counting yesterday, and I have more High West bottles than I do any other you know brand except Buffalo Trace. But I mainly have those just to piss people. I'm hoarding. I'm you know. <laughs> Like, imagine the end of the world, and we're running out of canned goods, and everyone's like, ah, I'm starving to death, please, sir. That's what I'm doing with Buffalo Trace. I'm just buying it so they can't. No, I'm not drinking it. It just sits there. It's, it's interesting. Sometimes I think <laughs> Sometimes I think that there are, you know, all the, the ammo shortages we keep coming upon. I, yeah. think, I think it's anti-gun people buying all the ammo and Could just be. sitting out there. of spite. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I'm definitely doing this out of spite. <laughs> I want you to not be able to have it so you can try other stuff. They're going to button it. Wow. 
Thanks, buddy. Yeah. That's a sarcastic wow. Like, wow. Yeah, I'm joking. Or am I? I I don't believe you. I think you are doing it for that reason. It's possible. (laughs) It's possible. We were both, uh, Gus and I are trying to lose a little bit of poundage before the summer, get our our beach bods back. Yeah, you know how it is. And uh, we both told each other this morning that... uh, that we got up and we're like, Feel, feeling a little skinnier today, you know? <laughs> it's a man thought right there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I, when I, a man I, tells another man, yeah. I feel like I'm losing a little bit of weight. Yeah, I don't know. It looked like it in the mirror. It's actually Felt coming good. off so quickly that I'm uh, every time I step on the scale, I'm like, maybe it's cancer. Yeah, I could have something <laughs> wrong. <laughs> we'll find out. I keep yeah. checking my skin. I'm not yellowing. My eyes are white. Yeah, everything looks good. Yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, it's good. We'll find out. I'm not really working out as hard as you would think to lose weight like that. I've well, always had a hard time losing weight. Sometimes it's just, uh, you know, as we get older, metabolism, calories in, calories out. You know, there's there's a lot of things. I'm definitely a lot of variables. way less. A lot of variables. Sure. Yeah. Oh, that was the other thing, too. Um, the early times bottom bomb video. Thank you guys for commenting so much on that. I mean, it's like every day I'm answering questions. Yeah, questions or just comments. Or, and we get told a lot, uh, you should try this blind because um, things are different when you do them blind. No kidding. Like, yeah. You think so, huh? Huh. Have you ever seen a video? That's literally the only video we've ever done that wasn't blind. Maybe. Close. I don't know. But yeah. we do blinds pretty frequently. At yeah. least frequently enough that, it, you know. I do at home all the time. I mean, you do too. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. We're aware. Anyways. Appreciate it. Uh, Seaweed. So, day one would be Thursday. Day w- Yeah. Day one was Thursday. We took a vacation. We did. Uh, we took time, took PTO, and uh, spent all day getting set up. And did you tell anyone at work? I didn't tell anyone. Not a soul. Yeah, I didn't tell anybody. Didn't tell a soul. Didn't. Um, I, I Honestly, I, there's there's very few people at work that even know. We have, I have this business. Yeah. You, you and I are doing this. I, I don't. Uh, That's a little bit different for me. I, there's, because I work with a lot of bourbon people. Yeah. So it got found out. It's also, quick. it's also a little different because, because of the nature of your work, you have to go in to the office. Yeah. I'm I don't have to go into the day. office. And the way it's gone the last year, it doesn't seem like my office is in a huge rush to get everybody back in there. So there's not, like, I'm not interfacing with people and talking to people. Yeah. about it on a regular basis and maybe that's a good thing or it could be a bad thing for my career not being around other you know <laughs> I, I don't know I don't care yeah doing my job but yeah I didn't tell anybody uh, I just took, t- took PTO and yeah we saw we both saw people we work with there yeah and they were like hey hey yeah, yeah. luckily the people that we saw there were aware of it so it wasn't like oh, yeah what <laughs> this is you <laughs> yeah no, yeah. it wasn't anything crazy no the yeah so day one we get there and it is a mud hole. Yeah. And so I'm, we're, we're pulling, I'm pulling the trailer, and it's full of whiskey barrels and, like, all of our stuff. And it's pretty heavy, you know. So I'm, uh, I had to put it in four low to just kind of creep through there. So we yeah. unloaded everything, rolled whiskey barrels all over Bertlebank Park and um, kind of set up pretty quick. And then I went home and changed. You went and got your beard did. Yeah. And then we came back. And we kind of started walking around, meeting people, trying to schedule podcasts, right? That's right. And then after that, we went home. Not a lot to report Thursday. And then Friday, which we thought was pretty busy, and everybody was like, this is really slow. Uh, we did four, three or four podcasts on Friday. Yeah, I think it was three. We had, we had we tried to get a fourth. didn't work out. But it was good. It, it was it was a s- slow. They were sort of spread out. Yeah. And it gave us a good opportunity to uh, get a feel for the setup. What it was going to be like recording with the crowd and the noise. Uh, we had a couple of things to tweak and, and work out, and and you'll see in the <clears throat> in the video that the video part of it. The you know we've never done that before, so there's going to be issues. But some of the camera stuff it comes in and out of focus. But yeah, no, I mean you're not oh. watching it for video quality. You're watching well, it yeah, if I mean, you're even watching it. I mean, audio is going to be the big key here on those. Yeah, and there were some challenges with background noise, and I think in one of the. Uh, I think that happened on Saturday. We had an interview we were doing, and it happened to happen at the exact same time that the uh, SAR, the Coast Guard, the Search and Coast, Rescue, Coast Guard yeah. Search and Rescue, did their demonstration. Literally, how far would you say that that coast, that water line, it was not even a hundred yards? Oh yeah, shootable. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, where where they where the water started, and then to where they were actually doing the exercise, the helicopter, 
I mean, when that helicopter took off and banked over us, you could count rivets. In yeah, the, it was choppy. <laughs> it was slow. It was very, very low, and uh, it was very loud. But, you know, what are you going to do? It's a live yeah. event. You know, those things happen. You hear dogs bark. You hear kids. There's, there, <laughs> being that it's an outdoor show, uh, I noticed some of the call makers, they make these cheap little, like, miniature duck calls for kids, and it's just a whistle. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if you could hear that. Yeah, I could hear People it. walking around, and there were even— Like I even, train whistles. I yeah. even saw dads and parents, once they realized there was recording going on, like, trying to get their kids to stop, and they were just like— Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, that's one thing about the recording, because I've, I've started editing the Ryan Kirby one. Oh, by the way, that's, that's another thing, too, above our head here. The framing of the shot may change. Ryan Kirby, the artist, if you're not familiar with who he the is— The man, the myth, and the legend. Yeah. He donated— uh, donate is not the right term because we're not a charity. He gave us as gifts two of his paintings, or three, excuse me, three, three prints, three prints that he's hang. done. Yeah, to hang in our uh, in our studio. Which is amazing. Yep. So very cool. cool. So it's probably going to go up there, two of them. If we could fit all three up there, we'll put all three up there. We'll figure it out. Oh, yeah. that's a good thing to do with your, I was trying to figure out what to do with my exhibitor badge. Yeah. That's clever. You can see it in there. Boom. This is going to start to become just a collage of things we collect. Yeah. And are given... That's going to be fun. That's the point. Oh, we, we didn't put our whitetail back. Yeah, so we took the whitetail and the antlers with us as uh, decoration for our set. Yeah. <laughs> Loosely. It was a whitetail. It was a, it was a, white, a, tent. It was a three-sided <laughs> tent with, yeah. with a gr- grass floor and a collapsible table. That was in the flattest part of America was somehow <laughs> not flat. Yeah. The, the, uh, the first, uh, you guys will notice in the first, I think, two or three episodes, most of them from, from Thursday – uh, if pay, pay careful attention, I think Matt and I, over the course of each yeah. interview, sink by about two inches because we're sitting in folding metal chairs on soft, muddy ground. And it just so happened that the way there were sort of dips in the ground, we were below the same height as way the below. people we were interviewing. Yeah. So we look like children, like looking up at... Uh, at the people we're interviewing, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it felt really weird. It did feel weird, and and they were normal sized people, yet they were like a good six inches. T- <laughs> it felt like it. I was <laughs> looking up to these people asking questions, but uh, you know, that's that, those are the kind of things that make it interesting and make it fun. Uh, in and it's what you get with a sort of a live environment. We'll do it different next year. Now that we see yeah. the now different um, what it's going to be, and we can, you know, we got an idea. We were able to look at the different uh, resources that the rental company provided. Yeah. So like that nice hard uh, floor that they put out for some people, that would be cool to have in that space. Or even a small, like they make stage risers that are six inches off the ground. You know, like you see at a band concert outside for graduation. You know, it looks like the band is sitting on the ground, but they're really about six inches high. Just something like that so that we can get off the ground, have a nice even level. Um, But we can, now that we know what to expect and now that we know we've built that relationship with the people at Siwi, which... That's another conversation to have. Those are some phenomenal people to work with. This we were we met some of the coolest people. The, the whole weekend was just mind blowing. I mean, from the podcast to walking in and watching people work the booth, and and I mean, just our name is yellable. I learned like people just walk by and scream it. Where can my child? Like well, so all yeah, weekend, all weekend. Like when <laughs> I wish we could have put a microphone facing the crowd to. Maybe we should try that next year just yeah. to pick up background noise and hear conversations. Just to have a separate record. We could use the other recorder. Dude, if I had $5 for every time somebody walked by the podcast area or even the other booth and we're like, whiskey and whitetails. Yeah. Whiskey all and whitetails. All the time. Oh, look, honey. Whiskey and whitetails. You know, <laughs> I think we'd have, we'd have probably made half a million dollars just from $5. Uh, well, even work in the <laughs> booth, uh, my, the Tyler, I don't know, I got something going on in my nose. <laughs> Tyler was telling me that uh, that was going to be really loud. Sorry about that. <laughs> you okay? No, no, I can do about it. Tyler was telling me they work in the booth. People would come by and just yell it. Let's get my towels. And then they'd be like, look, oh, that's the podcast people or whatever. Like, oh, I didn't know they had a store too or, you yeah. know. And uh, But he said they got to ask constantly. For, we couldn't sell merch, but they were asking constantly. We don't sell merch anyway. But yeah. Lots of questions for hats and shirts. Hats and, and shirts. Just people wanted to, wanting to support. Yeah. It's a cool, I mean, it is It is a cool, uh, it's a cool name. I mean, what can I say, folks? Yeah. I mean, we, yeah, I mean um, we're humble people. It definitely, but. it definitely looks good on a hat and a shirt, and it has potential for, like, graphic design shirts, like Whiskey and Whitetails with some kind of cool yeah. picture or whatever, but 
we went down that road once before, and, and we're scared until <laughs> until we, we reach a point where the requests and the demand is just something that we can no longer sort of push to the side. I, I don't know that we're going to do apparel. It's yeah. just a we might do a hat again. The hats, I, the hats if, are gone. If we did anything, I, I would prefer to just stick to hats, mainly because they're easy, easier to box and carry and ship around. Um, but also, I, everybody has merch. It's like, excuse me, it's just not something. We have koozies, and if you make an order on whiskeywhitetails.com, use code podcast. <laughs> three of you this week will randomly get this put in there. That's enough about merch. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so that was kind of the gist of Thursday. We thought, or Friday rather, right? That that was our first day, and we thought it was pretty busy. Like we were, we were pumped how the day went. But then Saturday, Saturday came. <laughs> was we had a pod, we had a podcast early in the morning. I don't have the schedule in front of me, but we had a like a, a opening. It was ten a.m. Yeah, ten a.m. and mm-hmm. the, the park opened at ten. Yep. So at ten a.m. we were podcasting. Yep. And then I think we had another ten thirty, and then eleven. And before you knew it, it was eleven thirty, and we're. I'm like, I'm gonna go check. Mm-hmm. I, from where we were to where they were was forty feet. Oh, the from where we were to the the, the, to, tent, to the door, yeah, to the door, of the tent, yeah, 50, 60 feet. It, it doesn't yeah. matter. Like you could throw a rock and hit it. Yeah, my my point being, it was impossible to get there. Oh yeah, it was it was like this. It was like open the door. Yeah. There's all the people. If you've ever it been to a, a ton of people, if you've ever been to a concert or a sporting event in Perfect a uh, in a in a stadium, and yeah. you go out into the concourse area, and you're trying to like get somewhere, but it's so busy, you're kind of having to shuffle. People are in line for beer. Yeah. People are in line for this, for and food, for tra- trigger, for whatever. And you're, and you're walking through lines because the lines are wrapping yeah. around things. That's what it was like for half the day. It was nuts, and that was when we, I walked in there, and everybody was like, "Leave me alone." You're like, "We're fine. <laughs> go away." Because they had a rhythm down, I guess. Yeah, like Andy was checking out and yep. uh, swiped doing cards, and then she went to the <laughs> she went to the. She was like, "I gotta, I gotta go pee pee." And I said, "Okay, I'll run the card thing for I'll you." Allow it. Yeah, I'll. You know, it's coming out of your check. Well, <laughs> so she went to the bathroom or whatever, which takes forever to get there and back. Yeah, right. Of what I just said. So I'm sitting there, you know, waiting with her card, and Josh turns around and goes, "Andy," and yeah. I was like, "She went to the bathroom." And he goes, "Bro, don't mess this up." And he gives me the card. And I'm like. <laughs> this is my company. Like I've run this a million times. Right. So I'm like putting it in and I'm trying to find this. And he turns around and pulls the card out. And I was like, I wasn't done. And he was like, what are you doing? You're screwing me up here. I was like, sorry, man. Sorry. So I, I like rang it up and he was done. He was like, you're the worst. And just went back to working. <laughs> and I'm like, but they were that busy. Yeah, and, they were. Um, and Andy, that, so each of them sort of picked a niche. Right, like yeah. Josh was 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 pounding on the smoker kits, and then Patrick was floating around selling clocks and calls and barrels. Yeah, he was and savage our back, He tried to sell my house. He, I mean, he was yeah. selling anything he could. <laughs> he was like, "This backdrop, yeah, it's I'll, for sale. Like, I'll sell it." People, are like, I like that backdrop. And he was like, "How much you want to pay for it?" <laughs> I'm like, "I mean, I don't. I guess." We we were talking before the day started, and he was, you know, we were sort of talking about prices and how we normally do things and i could tell he wasn't really listening no he didn't care. uh and then he finally he was like look man everything's for sale yeah and uh, like if, if someone wants to buy this i'm gonna sell yeah and then i realized okay he's We're seeing a lot of he's go. turned it on and what you got to realize about patrick is is he spent many many years in the outdoor industry yeah. and when he works a booth his the company they had sold a lot of merchandise a lot of hats and shirts and things like that and they wouldn't travel with that. They would get a lot of it shipped to the location, pick it up, but it would be more than they could travel back with. So they would have to they sell had it. To so we just deal. have this mentality of just selling any and everything. And if you like this shirt, but you, but you're stuck on on a twenty dollar price tag, all right, fine. I'll do I'll do two shirts for twenty five. How's that sound? Just yeah. to get stuff moving. And and sure as shit, midway through the day, he had sold four whiskey barrels that yeah. we brought for decoration. Yeah. Um, yep. That's a fact. That's not. <laughs> like that's they, not exactly. Like they were decoration. All of, you, all of you that picked up whiskey, we sold I think six whiskey barrels through the weekend. All of you that we had, we will sell them, but those were not there to be sold. Yeah, we won't do that. Not this weekend. And and then Patrick was like, if you want to, if you want a deal on a whiskey and white tails product, come to a show that Patrick's working because <laughs> he was selling whiskey barrels. Like we told him what we have in them. Yeah. And he's like five dollars over, you know, just pushing stuff out. But like whiskey barrels were a hundred bucks. I mean, we never saw them that cheap, and. Smoker kits and he, people are like, "Well, I want this and that." And he's like, two for a hundred." You know, he's like, he was selling blocks. He was like, "Matt, I'm gonna have to raise the price on the blocks. They're selling too fast." He's like, "They're thirty five or they're thirty bucks." And I was like, "Patrick, they're thirty five all the time. What have you been selling them for?" Yeah, he was like, "Oh, twenty five dollars." No, 
I'm like, okay. He's just because you know. Yeah. But it's fine. We don't care. It's the, the thing is, is these weekends show. These weekends come, you know, a handful of times a year, and you got to take advantage. And yeah. so the prices are going to be lower at the show. So if, the prices are lower. If, at the show. if you if if you checked us out at the show and you're listening and and you recognized online that the prices were not the same, that's that's the point. Yeah. Like the we, only thing that's cheaper now is the glasses. We we yeah, that's a weird one. Yeah, the glasses are just the glasses cost more at the show. Why? I'm not going to get into, but they do. They're cheaper on because because business because business. That's why. Because don't worry about it. <laughs> so, anyways, to uh, to to give some perspective on how well the weekend went or how how well things went just in general, but like. You sent me a figure, and I won't say the number. Yes, please continue to scratch your asshole on the. It's my cheek. <laughs> well, if, if someone's not listening, they don't know. Um, if someone's I not beep watching the video, assholes. They keep saying. Okay, sorry. No, uh, I don't care. We don't we, care. we did a figure in sales between the beginning of January and March, right? Uh, we uh, you sent me the number, and you said this is what oh, we last year. Yeah, last year. This yeah. is what we did between January, January and March. January first and March first. Yeah, and we did that in like forty five minutes on Saturday. I bet it was faster than that. it probably was. But I mean, to <laughs> yeah. give some perspective, like I don't we, know where you were going here. Yeah, you know, I'm just saying, like we this show. Yeah, the if you were to take what we did last year from January first to March first, and what we've done this year from January first to March first, there would be an exponent. It wouldn't be like. Ten times, a hundred times, it's, it would a, be an exponent. It's a lot. Yeah. And that is going to change the trajectory of what we do this year. There's a lot of stuff now that we can do that we, like for yeah. you, like content-wise. Especially that, that knowing that we have. be able to do. Yeah, especially knowing that we have other shows like this coming up through the year, throughout the year, which will hopefully be, even if they're half as successful. Half be, would be, well, I'd, I'd a, go. It'd be a solid weekend. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, this this allows us to just yeah like you said keep doing doing our thing and and focus more on the stuff we want to be doing. Do we have a plug? Do we have a plug of the week? Yes. Okay. Let's do that. We're about a quarter. We're shooting from the hip. Do it. Shoot it. Ah. Wrong button, Gus. Jeez, man. It's been a long day. Has it? It has actually. All right, folks. The plug of the week. I don't know. Jones Ford. How about that? Oh, it could be Jones Ford yeah. because uh, they hooked me up with a rental vehicle at a great price while. My truck was in the shop. I'll be honest with you. Every time I take my truck there, uh, I am treated very well. They treat me so good. I mean, I, I work. I grew up in dealerships. My dad worked in dealerships my whole life. I, I worked at one as well. Uh, that place is different. Different? Really? Yeah. Interesting. They're just so nice, like genuinely nice. I mean, the guy walks in, he remembers my name, he says stuff, and it's always just. You sure it's not because they just want to really, they really want to buy your truck back? They do want to buy <laughs> my truck back. Yeah. I told you how much. Oh, I know. Almost 20 grand more than I paid for it. I know. It's wild. I saw someone driving one around yesterday. Um, it's another same truck, but the, the darker gray. Yeah. Um, such a nice truck. Anyways. Yeah. Jones Ford. Uh, we're super nice. Hooked yeah. me up with uh, with a rental vehicle, which if if you don't know, rental vehicles are still somewhat difficult to find, especially if you need a specific which thing like crazy. a truck. And I needed a truck for the weekend. My my truck, my normal, my the one that I own. Uh, decided to spring a leak, uh, a coolant leak, the day before a Wednesday. Did you before. find out where it was coming from? Uh, I don't know precisely where it's coming from, but it is coming from the same air behind uh, the belts and where everything is. I think it's the water pump no, or something back there. Because you have to do, if it's not, uh, if it's part of the time belt, you have to do a time belt too, but that won't be cheap. Can't wait. So you're definitely going to have to do a belt, a tensioner, and a water pump. I hope it's so expensive that... I can just call my insurance and be like, yeah, we'll just total it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be nice. Yeah, maybe. Um, but then you got to buy another one. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> I just don't. Um, anyways, so yeah, Jones Ford, nice folks. Uh, really close to our to our, our studio, to yeah. Stone's Throw from... Um, um, yeah, it's not like you can't Google our address. It's 
Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, did you, do you get Google Analytics? Did I get or do, do I get? Do you get them, the emails? Uh, sometimes, yeah. I don't I get a whole lot of attention like to them. twice a month. Mm-hmm. So in the past three months, there's been like 140 people have gotten directions <laughs> to here. Well, that's a letdown. Yeah, it sucks for y'all. Sorry, folks. We're not here. Uh, so don't... Um, I wonder if people are coming into the building to look for this place. If we should put a sign on the on the door or something. I mean, I think they'll figure it out that the lights are off and we're not here. <laughs> and it's clearly not a storefront. Yeah, this is not a store. This is just a studio. Yeah, it's, it is a business office. It's not yeah. a storefront. It's not a. It's it's a business office. It's where we record. It's where we do business. Uh, it's a place for us to get official we pay mail bills. Yeah, official yeah. mail, so we don't have to give our personal mailing addresses. That's what this place is. So. And if you Google. You know, the stuff or do who is, you know, it doesn't pop up with our information. You know, the other thing, too, is we did a lot through your old house and then you moved. So it's like we're probably actually unfindable through the business if somebody were to try and be weird. That's by design. Yeah. You forget that we're both cybersecurity engineers. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <clears throat> also, you can go to whiskeymytels.com, use code podcast. And this week, three random orders will get these last three koozies. These are $7 a piece cost. We figure if we tell you five times throughout the podcast, it'll hit home. And then Saturday was bananas. And so we were live on the news Friday morning at 10 a.m. Yep. And we can look at the analytics on our website, and it was pretty crazy to watch that spike. I didn't know people still watch the news, but they do. Oh, they do. Uh, I was standing. <laughs> Hold on. I did know people still watch the news because I talked to a lot of people that clearly get their information from the news. <laughs> so I take that back. <laughs> but local news. Turns out people watch local news. Yep. Um, I had a. Uh, I, had an, I had someone that I would not have expected to come up and be like, I saw you on the news. And I was like. Oh. Someone you know? Yeah. <clears throat> so my um, tell cousin. About, tell you about it later. Yeah. My cousin, you can guess which one, uh, Snapchatted me and was like, hey, saw you on the liberal NBC news station. <laughs> He's like, didn't know you were you – and I'm like, what? Like, I, didn't, I don't know which news channel is, is liberal or Republican. Yeah. I don't – First of all, Republican, liberal, I don't care. I don't care. Their money's all the same color, yeah, and I true. have a business to run. Yeah. So if one of them wants us or one of us to go on the news and yeah, we're gonna go. promote our business, yeah, I'm I'm gonna go. Did you know NBC was? I mean, I don't know. I, I think, might turn down CNN just by just I on think, principle. I think CNN. Well, they they. I mean, I don't know. I don't. You probably watch the news more than I do. I don't. I, I have no idea. I don't. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, I would probably turn down CNN because. I think Joe Rogan doesn't like CNN, and I believe everything Joe Rogan says. I believe. I'm just it's, kidding. A, it's all right. Yeah, we're, we're joking around. All the new people are like, oh, well, unsubscribe to that one. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so it was uh, – th- when, we, when were we on the news in the morning? That was Friday that was morning. Friday morning. And, and then, then s- after that, should I tell the bank story? Uh, I guess. I don't remember the bank My story. bank story. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, that's a wild story. I'm still recovering. I mean, tell it. It's your business, not mine. I don't care. I'll tell it because it's fun. So Friday morning, we're on the news. And as we're on the news, you know, we've never been on the news before together. I mean, we were on the news separately. So here's actually, I tried to find a picture and I was going to post it and not tell you. um, But unlike, not unlike yourself, I can't hold on to a surprise very well. Uh. Um I forgot to bring you remember, your surprise. Do you remember the newspaper clip we were in when we were kids at Whiteman Air Force Base yeah. at the parade? Yeah. I was going to post uh, a picture of that and be like, you know, we're not, uh, so something about not being our first time, not being uh, strangers to press coverage or well, whatever. Because everybody <laughs> said we did so good. And we're like, this is why we, did, you should be like, this is why we did so good. Because yeah, we've, been, we've been doing this for, since we were in diapers. Yeah. We were on news together and we were in diapers. <laughs> but there's an old newspaper clip when, uh, the the soldiers came home. Yeah, when everyone well, who de- deployed from uh, from Whiteman Air Force Base came home, they had a big parade. This was during Desert Storm, I think, or Desert Shield, one of those, whichever. Yeah. And uh, whichever one was the last one. picture of us sitting down. What you know? Anyways, and we're sitting together, waving flags, welcoming home the airmen. Airmen. Yep. Good job, guys. Welcome home. <clears throat> yeah, proud of you. 
did sorry your story did a lot please finish the yeah <laughs> we're on the news we're on the so news. my phone's ringing ring ring ringing it's a it's a song and it's a song that we both like is that kevin gates yeah yeah this is kevin gates on anyway we we're both on the uh, news and then my phone's ringing and I, it says USAA, you know, the the bank, USAA. That's what it says, right? And not only that, but as I'm talking to them, I was like, there was a couple times I was like, this is weird. And I actually looked at the number, and it's 1-800-531-USAA. That was the number that called me. Mm-hmm. And I got a text message from USAA uh, in the same text thread that they always text me, you know, verify that this is you logging in. Same sure. Same thread. So I got a call. Man, you didn't tell me that. Yeah. I got a call, and they said that somebody in Atlanta was trying to steal $500 from – they had ATM, 500 bucks, And, and that, that's another thing that was weird, too, is because I've – I don't know that you could pull – all this is like thinking back on it. Yeah. I don't – I'm sure I've pulled $500 or more out of an ATM before. I'm positive. And I've never gotten a call. Like Vegas? I've done it in Vegas for sure. Sure. So thinking back on it, that, that was weird. Uh, but anyway, that was the call, and so they said they were going to cancel my cards and send me new cards, and they were going to expedite it. Should be there tomorrow, and this was ten forty-five ish in the morning. And I'm, the main reason I'm telling this story so I can clip it and send it to the cops because I did a police report yesterday, mm-hmm. and they have a detective, and he wants to like, come to the house and talk. So I'm just going to give him. I'm just going to email him this. Like here you go. Here's the full story. So that happened, and then. They were like, we got to put you on hold, and there was no hold music. And you held the phone for a while, yeah. And it, you saw it, USAA, yep. and then we started a podcast. I didn't have time. I took it to my wife, and I said, I don't have time to do all this. They're going to come on and say, you know, confirmed or sending you new cards. You deal with it. So it was long enough that like we got set up, and then I went back in there, and she was still on the hold. So I grabbed the phone. And I'm walking out, and as I'm walking out. No, you had it, and they were like, they said they'll yeah, give you. What they say? We, well, we were setting up, and you had to run to the truck and grab something and run back. It, yeah. it was gonna take two minutes. And the guy came back on the phone. and I said, "Hey, uh, gentleman, you were speaking with stepped away for just a quick second. Can you hold for a couple of minutes until he gets back?" And the guy was like, "No problem, I'll hold for five minutes." And he did. He went on hold. But there, when he went on hold, I put it on mute. Unless he didn't put us on hold, unless he stayed on the line, I I muted the line. There was no hold music or anything. It's also weird that he said he'll wait for five minutes. Like, would a bank tell you that? I don't know. I don't like know. thinking back on it, it was there was weird, but none of them were like red flags. None of them were like, you know, there was no weird accents that made me suspicious. There was right. like the protocol was correct. You know, the phone number was correct. The text message was correct. The only other thing which I've I I've, I had noticed. It said, USA will never call you and ask you for this number, right? However, the two days of Sunday, when I got a call from USA, from real USA, and we were going through the claim, they asked me for that number. And I told her, I was like, see, now I'm sketched because I'm going to call you back. I'm going to hang up, and I'm going to call you back. Um, yeah, do you have a, do you have a direct yeah. number? What's your, you? what's your extension? You know, So I hung up, and I called, and I dialed the extension, and I got to her, and I was like, okay. Because this text message says USA will never call you and ask you for this number. Right. And she was like, well, technically you called us because you started the whatever. Right. She's like, so I still need the number. So, yeah, weird, but I guess but you, but, but you had that same conversation with, with the person them. Saturday. Yeah. And they were like, and Friday, they said the same answer. They said that it's just, it's a protocol. They have to prove that it's me by texting my phone. Or well, right. should update their protocol because it's not very clear. Or update the text message. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, because the, the same – yeah, I don't know. So it's all very weird. Uh, but either way, so we're busy. It's seaweed. It's Friday, we're slammed. Saturday, we're slammed. So Saturday, the car – I knew the cars wouldn't be there by the time we left Saturday morning, so I didn't even think anything of it. All day, I, I, you bought me beers. You paid for dinner. Like, that's yeah. – well, the company paid for dinner. You yeah, paid yeah. for the alcohol at the dinner. Like, you paid for everything. That's, it was because I, I figured my cards were locked down. Yeah, yeah. So Saturday evening, I just hop in – and check my bank account, and they had transferred everything but like a hundred dollars in my savings account to my checking account, and then withdrew all of it. Now, not just withdrew, but they wired. Yeah, it. they wire transferred it. So, and, and the, there's laws in fi- the financial world where like you don't necessarily get to see 
when something's wired, it's just an account number to an account number. Yeah. And that information's private. You don't get to necessarily see. It just says wire transfer, and there's a number, mm-hmm. like a transaction number. That's all that's on there. Well, maybe law enforcement can dig into it a little bit and hopefully figure out what's going on. Well, it's gone, gone. And that happened last Saturday, and today is now Thursday. Yeah. And I still have no money. I have nothing in my account. And so USAA is just like, oh, that sucks. Yeah, so I called Sunday, and they were like, we did not call you on um, on Friday. There's no record of us calling you on Friday. So the whole thing was was a very good scam. It was a very elaborate yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not almost even, I'm proud. Not even, I'm not even sure scam gives it justice. No, I don't think it was a scam. It was a that's it was, an operation. Was, yeah, it was ta- very good. And I say that because we talked to multiple people. Yeah, uh, it was very good. And I say I say operation because we're talking about a couple thousand shy of involving the FBI, as you mentioned, right? Because uh, it ten, actually it actually hit the number. Oh, did it? Yeah. Well, I'll be damned. Yeah, that's why I had to do a police report today, yesterday. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. They uh they made they almost like worded it like they because they said it's a, it was a domestic transfer. She's like, luckily, like luckily for you, that means we can try and reverse it and get it back. Okay. And I'm like, luckily for me, I have insurance through your bank. So luckily for you, you yeah. don't have to come out all that money. <laughs> like not luckily for me, I'm good. I'm just waiting for you to give it back. Yeah. I didn't say that though because I'm trying to be polite. Yeah. That's but unfortunate. Uh, so that's what happened Friday, <laughs> and now we, and then Sunday, Saturday we had a lot of great podcasts. We talked to Brown Foreman, we talked to Oris, the Watch People, we talked to the National Deer Association, we talked to Ryan Kirby, talked to OpFob, we talked to Fish Hippie, Andrew we talked Beam, to Andrew Beam, we talked to a local wine rep that also does some scotch. We talked about wine and scotch with him. Gal- Gallo, yep, wines. Gallo wines, yep. We Which talked. owns a owns a bunch of brands like that I didn't realize. Bare, I didn't either. Barefoot, uh, Apothic, yeah, a bunch of wines that and we, I that decant we, Apothic, and he's like, "You're the first person to ever tell me that." I was like, "Well, yeah, it's, uh, it's fine." Yeah, talk to the United States Coast Guard. Yeah, talk right. to feeling bad now. Shouldn't have started that list. We talked to a lot of people, so I'm sorry if I forgot you, but your episode will come out. I think um, you hit most of them from Saturday. Yeah, we we talked to Covey Rise on Saturday. Um, Yep, uh, Covey Rise. Addy from Covey Rise and Bourbon Plus Addy Magazine. two Ds. Two Ds. Not Bs. That's right. <laughs> and uh, Covey Rise, she also is Bourbon Plus and the Brown Foreman. And Forrest Gen, which we I actually, I like kind of liked. I thought that was a good gen. It was good gen. I don't, I've, I actually don't think I'd ever had gin just neat like I that before. I don't think I have either. And it was interesting. It's, it's, it is a, uh. It's an experience similar to bourbon. There's a lot of different flavors and tastes and things that it does on your palate. Um, it's it's interesting. Yeah, I think she said that it was the it, this gin was the the bourbon drinker's gin is what she called okay. it. Okay, but the label was really cool and the bottle's cool because you can peel the label off and then it has like measuring lines. Right. Yep. For you to repurpose the bottle. Yeah, she uh, talked about how it's it's they designed the bottle and the gin around. Like the needs and the movements and the, the the uses that bartenders yeah utilize it for. So bartenders will repurpose bottles, you know, for on a Saturday night if they're having margarita or something that's a a, a special that night. They'll pre mix a bunch of the mixer mm-hmm. in a bottle, so it allows them to reuse those bottles. Um, and that's just you know the details that you, the company takes the time to put into a bottle. Right and and oh and the uh, the backside of the label yeah the cool labels too. have a map on the backside yeah. so when you look through the bottle it's like a magnifying glass looking at this big map it's really it's, it's pretty cool so we did all that Saturday was amazing and then we were on the news again Saturday night at seven thirty and then we stuck around they gave us um, they put us on the list for the Low Country Social yeah that was fun we intended on well I know you probably didn't because you're older in the head than I am <laughs> um, I was I intended on like turning it up and really getting the chats going. Yeah. You know? But we basically you got a plate of food. I I just was just out of it. Uh we had like a beer, maybe two beers, and yeah. I just went home and crashed. I, I fully I thought that was the plan. That's why I was eating and I was like getting myself ready for you know, have a couple beers. I planned to be responsible and not get too crazy. Um Well I think the point of seaweed is to not be responsible and to get crazy. Right. Except 
those people doing that don't have a business to run. <laughs> yeah, most, I mean, a lot of them, a lot of them there were running a business. They didn't have to talk on a microphone all day. There you go. Which we didn't either because that, that's how it was Sunday. Your excuses are invalid. Our excuses, I stood there. You were the one that were like, I think we're going to go as we were talking to that other guy. Yeah, we ended up talking to the producer for the for the for NBC Christian. Yeah, and he's he stuck around. Phil producer, yeah, he stuck around hung out for a little while. Yeah, good kid, good good fella. Um, okay, I think I'm gonna do the the random fact now. Are you ready, folks? I'm ready, Carmen. Hey, my nice weird. Random Fact of the Week is brought to you by Whiskey and Whitetails. Yeah, by which us. You can go to whiskeyandwhitetails.com, use code PODCAST, save 20% on our merch, and over the next week, three special boxes will receive... All right, I'm done doing this. Thanks. Appreciate you. All right, so I'm going to put the pictures up here, but I'll show you as I speak here. So, okay, camel humps the hump on a camel. It is solid fat. Okay. Right, okay. And here's where it gets fun. Normally, mammals store fat underneath their skin in an even layer across their bodies, like me. But camels do this because they would just overheat and die in the desert. So they evolved to pile all the fat into one spot so the rest of their bodies can stay cool, so there's no fat anywhere else. So why don't other desert animals do this? Well, they do. But for some reason, we don't ever talk about it, and I cannot wait to show you this picture. These guys are called fat-tailed sheep, and they're native to the Middle East and North Africa. Like camels, they, too, store fat in one place on their body. Look at these badonkadonks. Get the fuck out of here. What is that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, that answers a lot of questions about some other things. Ah, it does. <laughs> yeah, my brain just went where your brain went. So fat tails are the oldest breed of sheep. And their image can be found in the ruins of oldest civilizations scratched into clay tablets before the first languages were formed. Um, going on, so mammals store fat in two places under the skin and inside a body cavity. While both store energy, these two fat types are not the same. Fat inside the body protects and cushions organs like bubble wrap. And then pads of fat within the abdomen form a sort of belt that keeps your organs from ripping when you're lifting heavy objects. That's why there's two different types of strongman competitions, the dudes that are muscly ripped uh-huh. and then the guys that have like the big yeah. guts right 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 so uh the last thing i'm gonna talk about is sheep today have their tails docked did you know that yeah they used to keep their fat in their tails uh but that's because poop gets picked to poop gets caked to their tail wool and attracts flies but these old school desert sheep were bred for thick wool and the desert's too hot for that so there's no limit on how big their tails could be. So there are actual drawings that people would make little carts for these sheep what? to carry their tails around on. Because they were filled with so much heavy fat? Yeah, and that was like a sign of, I got some nice sheep, because their tail was so fat that they had to make wooden carts to put their tails on. And if you're just audio listening, you could just Google this, but it, if you're listening on YouTube, I It literally it looks like a, a, a horned sheep. With a big, fluffy, giant foxtail, except yeah. it's not fluffy. It's just filled with fat, and it's sitting on a cart. Yeah, it's attached to it like a, so like it a horse cart, up. almost. <laughs> so these guys are so important in the ancient world that they were they were the primary sheep type back then. And even today, a quarter of the world's sheep are these guys, which are the, the, the fat bottom. guys, the big old fat. And so everybody was like, fat bottom girls, you know, but those are actually males. Because the females are bred so much, they can't store up fat like that. Gotcha. So only the males have these big, fat That's so donkeys. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the random fact of the week. Pretty good fact. Yeah. Imagine reading that last night after having several <laughs> bourbons. <laughs> I was dying. I was like, I cannot wait to tell Gus this tomorrow. What do you think about this high west? It's good, man. Um, I don't... Problem is that I haven't had it enough to really tell you how it's any different from the other one. Yeah, the normal one. So it's good though. It is good. I like this cognac finished one. This is very good. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Scott. 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 Remember Scott music? Scott. Yeah. It took Weezer and added trumpets. 
It was, <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was, that was a weird time. Cause remember everybody thought that that was going to be like, but it, it only lasted a couple of years. Yeah. I can remember cause like going to, there was like this church by where I grew up and they had a ska band that used to always play there. I remember it was like the thing, like everybody would go there after school and. Yeah. The weird thing with ska is most growing up, most uh, genres of music fit squarely with a certain type of like group of people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I could never, I could never pin like where ska, like if you took all the, the cliques, the social groups at school, you know, you had your, your jocks, your nerds, your, you know, the, the typical stuff like the dark black Jankos. Yeah. And right. And, and you could, you could pick a, a genre of music and say, you know, you know, radio rock and, and rap are going to, yeah. those are the jocks. And then maybe you're, you know, your goth, you know, that's, that's your, your, For us your metal and everything. Pretty Whatever. preppy are the ska fans there ska? Okay. that I remember. Yeah, maybe so. I don't know. I, I remember didn't... like uh, jeans and hoodies, and like one guy had a uh, the GT three thousand, the car. Mm-hmm. I think it's a I think that's what it was the the Mitsubishi one. But yeah. he had one of those, and yeah, and I was I, or no, he had the Eagle version, whatever that was, like a laser or something. I'll put it up here. I had, he had one of those, and I remember thinking like that guy. That's who I want to be when I get to high school. I want to be driving that car. You know, dating the cheerleader with the, you know, the... Yeah. Yeah. Stupid. How'd it work out for you? Never dated a cheerleader. Did you? Yeah. That sounds terrible. Several. Oh, (laughs) got him. It just coincidence. Yeah. No, I didn't. um, Never, never, uh, never did. I was more into the abused type. They are exhausting. I believe it. Yeah. I like a project. I like to try and fix them up. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I need. I need to, like, Captain Save a Girl. You should have said it. <clears throat> should have said it, but I didn't. <clears throat> well, I figure if you're this far in, you're probably a um, long-time listener. <laughs> so, yeah, I can say whatever. We could probably say anything we want an hour in. I don't know, man. <laughs> After the exposure this weekend. You want to try it sometime? No. Maybe. We did get a lot of exposure this weekend. Yeah. So. Awkward time. <laughs> yeah. Silent reflection, folks. Take a minute. Yeah. I was just thinking about all the, like, just the weekend. I was thinking about all the all the girls I saved. No. <laughs> just save a lot of girls? Yeah, no. No. Girls, I don't, I don't get the joke. I wasn't, nothing. I was just, I was just boomerang, circle back. Oh, save, yeah. save it. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 Got yeah. it. Um, so Sunday we... It was the slowest of the three days, I think. Yeah, but it was even still, it was pretty busy. Yeah, it was busier than uh, any market we've ever That's had. That's true. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. Sunday was fun, and we had mimosas in the morning. Yeah. Then. Got a little buzz going, and yeah. just slang some product. Yeah. Made some money. And then as big of a shit show as getting set up was over the entire, like, 12-hour day that was Thursday where they had it open to set up. The shit show of getting packed up and out of there in the two hours. I didn't think it was that bad. Like, there's nothing you can do. It's a very small road to drive through. So yeah. you can only let so many people in. So excluding that, like sitting in line and waiting um, and then having to drive the trailer all crazy, like through a jigsaw puzzle. Outside of that, I think it's fine. I don't have any complaints on. I mean, it was it was definitely a lot harder than you know going to the market, but that's just on us. This had a bunch of people involved. And I think yeah. I was trying to get out and in at the same time. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. And then uh, the, the debacle with my phone, which yeah. was fun. Yeah, he got. So I'm waiting in line. Then you jumped in the truck, and I guess that's when you put the phone on my center console. I, is that where it was? Because yeah. I didn't remember where I put it. I usually and I, it was dark, so I didn't see it. That's and that's what I I knew that's what had happened. Because you know I don't use interior lights. Yeah. yeah. So I hopped in his truck. We were getting in in the gate, and then I hopped out to help back and try and get through tight spaces and move a tent, and we had to do a bunch of stuff, but. Once we got into position, it was go, 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 trying to get everything loaded up yeah. into the trailer. Loading up barrels and, and backdrop and They're only stuff. letting certain people. They're, basically, it's a one-for-one one exchange. Once they got a certain number of vehicles in there, you know, because everyone has a 
a U-Haul, a rider truck, a truck with a trailer, some yeah. sort of van. So it was a, at a certain point, it was a one-for-one one exchange, right? Somebody was done, and they left. They let another person in. Well, yeah. <clears throat> we were trying to get out of there because people were waiting for their turn. Matt looked out the back, out his window, and said, you need anything from us or from, you know, from me? And I was like, no, go ahead. They took off, and I started walking to my truck, and that's when I realized I didn't have my phone. Uh, and I knew exactly where it was. Well, I didn't have any way to. I also, I told you I was taking, I don't know, I don't remember saying that because I, because I knew that I wasn't going to unload tonight, well, that Sunday night. So I, I knew I was going to do it because we were off Monday. So I knew that Monday I was going to spend unloading oh. the trailer. Uh, but yeah, I intended on driving to the house the whole time. But I guess I told you that I was going to the storage unit well, at some point. Initially, before we started, it was like in. Earlier in the day, yeah. we were talking about what to do, and you were like, well, we'll just pack up and leave it and come back in the morning. And I was like, yeah. I don't know if we can do that. You know, They and, said we could. But. Go. And then, but then you, you had said, also, if I pack up tonight, I'm going to have to drive all— you talked about bringing it all the way to James Island to the rental. And yeah. may, maybe that was just an initial thought in your mind. And you, you did were it like, again. I don't have to do it. You did it again. Did what again? John's Island. You know what I mean. It's all the same. <laughs> no, you do it to mess with me. It's all the same thing. It's pat. It's it's down below five twenty six. It's all it's, the same it's thing. All the same. West thing. Ashley, John's Island, James Island. It's all the same. All thing. the same. Yeah. If, and if I if I if I offended you, <laughs> you know I've never been offended in my life. I'm not. I'm talking to people listening. If oh. I offended you with that, <laughs> Who cares what they think. Get over it. Um. Anyways, <laughs> I, I drove from Brittle Bank all the way to John's Island, where the storage place is. Yeah. Hoping I was going to, because I left not soon after, I, in my head I was like, I'll get there about the time they're unhooking it from the, got there, you weren't there. I was like, shit. By the way, super proud of myself for finding it without a GPS, because I don't know, go there that often. Oh, and really? I can't remember the name I of the road. I didn't think about that. Yeah. So then I drove the back way. Yeah. Down, what is that, the James Allen connector, whatever that road is in the back? I don't know what the names of these roads. That's not the connector. What's the, the, uh, the road? The King's can... Highway. I don't remember what it's called, but yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the scenic route. Right. So I drove yeah. that way and then took a right by that golf course. Nice. And drove the back way by yeah. the county park uh, without a GPS. Super proud of myself. Nice. Um, <clears throat> it, uh, hoping. That's Maybebank Highway. And then you yeah, turn Maybebank right. Highway. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I thought you were talking about, yeah, the scenic route. The is, scenic route. I can't remember what it's called. It's like, it's, but I it's did all name. that and then came and then popped out by the post office because I know that's a route you like to take. And I figure if he did happen to go drop off Andy at the house and then is going to come drop off the trailer, this might be the route he this takes. Is the route, Maybe yeah. I'll pass you on the way and then I can flip a bitch and come yeah, <laughs> chase yeah. you down. Didn't happen. In retrospect, I should have just thought to myself, his options are going straight home or going to unload it, then going home. All roads end at home. I should have just gone to the house. Yeah. But I... I was irritated and pissed off, and yeah, I told Andy as, as soon as we, because she was like, she brought your phone inside, and she's like, you left your phone in the truck, and I was like, nuts in my pocket, and I looked at, I was like, shit, shit, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's gonna be pissed. So I texted Jessica, and I was like, God, just so you know, Gus left his phone, um, or some for some reason I have Gus's phone. Yeah, I, I didn't, I don't think I explained why, and uh, I was like, he's gonna be so mad. I was telling you, I was like, he's gonna come in here and just kick the door down, just furious, because I thought that maybe she had packed it no, up. No, 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 no. I knew I knew it was my fault. <clears throat> well, once you said, um, once I saw you at the door, I realized then that you left it. I knew that you left it on the center. Mm. So, because uh, I remember my elbow touched it on the way home, and I thought it was my phone. I was like, that's weird. I put my phone there, but I was too tired because I never put my phone there. Um, but I was just like, whatever, just leave it there. Yeah. But yeah, I was like, he's gonna be furious because he. I thought Andy just. Threw no, it in a box. I was I was livid, but it had nothing to do with it. I was not angry at you or Andy or anyone. It was just yeah. my own stupidity. You're stupid. I am a dummy. Um, <laughs> but so that was how we closed out the weekend. Yeah. <sighs> so that was the recap, and um, we're gonna do. I think do do we do we decide on a name? I think I um, was it like I said, CV Spotlight, CV Spotlight, or something like That's that. A good or, name. You know, whatever. we'll start maybe release them on Wednesdays, Thursday. Thursdays. I don't know. We'll talk about it. Thursday's yeah. a good day. Yeah, we'll do Thursdays then. Yeah, so for a couple months, you guys will get a, uh, or however we decide to spread them out, you'll yeah. get a twice a week special treat. Yep. We might, uh, a couple of them are shorter than others, so maybe we might just make those podcast episodes, but. Yeah, well, I don't know. We'll find out. I don't really want to talk a lot before 
somebody, no. you know. No, we could also, I mean, they can be short. That's, I mean, they're, yeah, they're right. a highlight or a spotlight yeah. interview. It doesn't have to be a super long episode, yeah. so. Some of them are 20 minutes, some are 30, one's 45. I mean, yeah. none of them are super long. They're yeah. just quick rundown, tell us about your who you are, get yeah, your I stuff think, out there. I think Ryan Kirby's and. Uh, the NDA one, I think. The NDA one went a good ways. How long did uh, the one with the Coast Guard, because that one was pretty interesting too. It was almost three clips, so it was probably about 45 minutes. Okay, so yeah, that one that one also went a good way. So those those may be like second after an intro, after almost a second full-blown yeah. podcast, but uh yeah, we'll come up with a catchy title and throw it out there, and you guys will get it on Thursdays. Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. The Wacky Wavy Inflatable Arm Flame Tube Men. Wacky Wavy Inflatable. Come to Al Barrington's Wacky Wavy Inflatable Arm Flame and Week of Paw. All right. Well, I'm ready to uh, be done for the day and give away this bottle of Elmer T. Lee. My battery's dying. Sick. All right, let's go get this ball away. Adios. Bye. When you go out there and the fish are where you think they are, any one of these casts could be the bite. It's the most exciting fishing that I know right here at Hawks Cave. Oh, that's awesome. Experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.